starting this year now. And uh, and uh, we're going to be discussing what I gave you in the papers today, which is about the Naharis. We learned in Seif Beis, in the Tur, in the Shulchan Aruch, four different shittas regarding toiveling in a river. Shittas Rabbeinu Tam, that you're allowed to toivel whenever you want, the whole year. Shittas Ri, that you're prohibited to toivel in a river the whole winter until the time that the snow melted is over, the snow melt is over. The third shit of Maram of Rottenburg, that you cannot do it, not during the time of rain, and not during the time when the river is big from snow melt. And then, and that's the Maskon of the Rosh. Over there, the Beis Yosef goes through a very long Beis Yosef on this if, so a lot of parts to it. He explains the Swara what is for each one of the shittas. He says, the shita of Rabbeinu Tam, first of all, there's, there's Shmuel, it's based on Shmuel who says, the river grows from itself, and therefore there is no, even if there's a lot of rainwater, the fact that there is water right now flowing through this, more water in the river has nothing to do with the rain. Obviously the rain added to it, but also generated from the Mayan, from the source of the, of the river, generated for this river also. And that's why the river is so big. Mikefe means from its rocks, from its source. That's the literal translation. The Rosh explains that it has to do with uh, the air of the water, the air of the world becomes moist. And therefore, also the sources of the river also become moist, and they generate more water. And then, and the river grows from itself. Right. And then there's a machlekas even the shita sabinutam. What exactly was he matter? Because we know the halacha, the besiyosef paskins lahachmer, is mechaber paskins lahachmer, and shulchan aruch the ramos says. That's toiv. That the mechaber paskins. It's also the ramo paskins. That's toiv. It's better to be machmer. That's what you should do. But in cases when there isn't cities where there's no mikvah, you could rely on rabbeinu tam. When it comes to rabbeinu tam shita, you have a, you have the shita of rabbeinu yocham, who he explains that even according to rabbeinu tam, you have to wait till the water of the river goes back to its normal height, even after rain. It means it has to let a chance for the river to catch up to its original mayan status. Um, the Rosh does not hold of that. The Rosh says it's mutter. And there's also machlekas whether you're allowed, even according to the Binutam, whether you're allowed a toivel on the sides of the river. The river grows and it expands, but you're allowed a toivel over there or not. Also, what is the reason why it's also? According to Rabinutam, according to uh, well, according to the Maram of Rottenburg, the Isser is not really an Isser. It's only because of Madasain. People are going to think that you're allowed a toivel in rivers in uh, streams that come from the mountains, from rain and from melting snow. Because there's two kinds of rivers. You have rivers which have a natural source, which is a mayon. And then you have rivers which have a, which don't have any natural source. 
they begin when there's a lot of rain from the mountains that turns into a river. When there's a lot of snow melt, it also turns into a river. That's all not considered a Mayan. So this is, the people are going to make a mistake. They're going to think that this, the fact that you're allowing to be toivel in the river is motor, and they're going to think that you grow also toivel in the rivers which are generated from rainwater and don't have a source. So therefore, that's the Malam of Rotomuk says, you know, a toivel, not during the rainy season, not during the time of snow melt. Basically, people are going to make a mistake. But at a time when there's no, when there's no rain, and there's no snow melt, nobody's going to make a mistake because they know that it's not coming from rain. Therefore, it's motor to according to Maram to Taivo. The Ri has, the Ri says it's Mamash also to Taivo in a river during rainy, until the snow finishes melting, because he holds like the shit of Rav that that uh, when there's a lot of rain, it, generally, it makes the river bigger. Rav and therefore it is also. That's pretty much a summary of the shittas that we know until now. Now, we know when it comes to mikvahs, there's different forms of natural water. You have rainwater, which is called neutfin. You have zeichlin, which is a mayon. You have a be'er, which is a, you dig a well next to, you dig a well in the ground until you hit water. There is a river, there is a sea, and that's obviously maim shuvin. Those are all the kinds of waters that you're going to come across. Huh? And a lake. Lake also. We're not going to talk about lakes today. We're not going to talk about sea, the sea today. Um, what is rainwater? We said everybody knows rainwater. It's called nitrum. Nitrum means it's dripping. Aside for the shit of the Rambam that uh, you probably learned today in the Mishnayas, that nitrum uh, means uh, Mayan which hits a rock and, and splashes, everybody else holds that Neutfen means rainwater. So we'll take that, we'll follow that, it makes it easier for the year. Nahar, a river, we already explained there's two kinds of rivers. Right, now, what is, so we say the shit of it, we said that the halacha, we follow the Ramah, in a place where there is no, obviously you have to be machmed, not to be table on the rivers, but when there is no Mikveh in the city, you're allowed to be toivel in the rivers. That is the shitta of the Ramah, based on the Rabbeinu Tam. The Tzemach Tzedek, in, I didn't print it for you, it's in Miluim Chelek Hei, Simen Lamed. That means after the Chuvas of Tzemach Tzedek were printed in Tavshin Amdala, they found new things from Russia. And over there you have a short Chuva in Miluim, it's called Miluim, it's a blue booklet. It's called Miluim Chelek Hei, Simen Lamed. Over there is talking about going to mikveh in a cold, very cold river. He explains how to make the box, to pour hot water into it. And he explains over there, he concludes, that I just shyless of, of, of toiling in a river. But he says, in that city, in such a scenario, it's very cold and people are not going to toivel. Otherwise, it could be mako. What is mikveh? You know, there's a question, what is Mikefei Mivrech? How does the river grow from itself? So we say the simple explanation is it comes from the rocks, from the source. Mikefei means the rocks. Now, today that we know a little bit more of science, we know that the, when the water goes into the earth, it soaks through the earth and it hits what's called the aquifer, where the water sits. Aquifer is a, is a rock which has holes in it, it's a porous rock, and that absorbs water. So, it could mean 
referring to the aquifer. To the aquifer. However, we have the Gulas Ilias, which I printed for you in the booklet. First thing that I printed in the booklet. He explains that Mikhefe Mivrech does not mean from the rocks. It means, he gives two explanations. First explanation is that Mikhefe means like a keeper from its own height. That the water rises by itself. And he explains it because when there's moisture in the air, you see that everything expands. Therefore, when it's raining, it also expands from itself. And there's air inside the water. When it's hot, the air, the air shrinks. When it's cold, the air expands. And therefore, this, practically, according to science, this Gullus Ilias doesn't make sense. But that's what he says. The second explanation that he explains, which is what we're going to be focusing on today, Mikefe means from the riverbank, from the sides that the water soaks through the earth, and that water goes through the earth and into the river. And then, since it went through the earth, it, 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 it's not like mamish, like a mayon, but it is still, can makes it kosher enough that it's not considered any more rainwater that makes the river possible. And even if, and then he concludes, he says, even According, this is according to Shmuel that he says that Schiller, because we're going to get to the whole Shaila of Schiller much later in Shulchan Aruch, that the din of Schiller, that's the poisel, is only Midirabonon because of the Chashash of Katafris, which you also learned about, which means that the river, that when you can't connect two bodies of water when there is a drop between them, when there is a cliff between them or a steep drop. So the whole chashash of katafras only applies when it doesn't go through the earth first. If it goes through the earth, there's no chashash of katafras. And therefore, these, these waters went through, went through uh, the earth, they got mixed, they became like the Mayan, they became Nizra and the Mayan, and therefore they went, they became Zeichlin through the earth. They're similar to the Mayan, which is also Zeichlin through the earth, and they got the same status as the Mayan. The Tzemach Tzedek in Piskei Dinim, which is the next one that I showed you. And the end of Tzemach Tzedek is when you look at the, at the it's like in the Kutatayr and Tayr when you mark the Amudim, it's Aleph Beis Gimel Dalat for each page. So this is the end of Amud Aleph, which is really the first column. He explains over there. He first brings the words of the Raivet. The Raivet says that a Mayan which you added to it a lot of water, as long as this Mayan did not go into new places where it never went to before, then that Mayan is still metal And therefore, the Tzemach explains, there was Tzemach of Rav and Shmuel when it comes to Tavling and rivers, only applies to the place where the river expanded. Because the river didn't expand, both of them will agree to a lot of Tavl there in the center of the river. But where the river expanded, and we're going to get to what it means expanded according to Tzemach because he has a different shit than uh, a lot of other Paiskim, um, then it's not a problem. He says the river rainwater is, on, is where it expands. Where it's originally a, a Nahar, it's not the river rainwater. According to... Uh, 
It expands. That means all the water, the, the new rainwater, moves to the sides. Huh? The fact that the water gets mixed up, yeah, but that's not the. Could be the middle. Could be the middle will be, but the middle has under it. Um, the the original water and the new water is flowing so strong it glides on top of it. That's uh, probably the easiest way of understanding it. Ah? You go in the middle, go through it. You don't have to go all the way to the bottom. You go into that area. It's connected to it, and uh, that's kosher. That section is kosher. That's how he understands it. Um. He says that's according to that's how the Samach explains it. I read. Then he, he brings a diuk from the Maharik, which you already also saw. That according to Maharik, it's not about where it, if it's a new area or not, if, if it moved to a new place. It's whether you added water to the to, whether you added water riba or not. So if you added water to the river to the to the Mayon, then then it's then it's not uh, then it's a problem if you. Weren't if you didn't add water to the Mayan, then even if it goes to a new place, it's not considered a problem, and you're allowed to be toivel. You're allowed to be toivel in the in even in new places like a Mayan, in the culture. But if you did add water to it, then you can only toivel in the in the places where it expands. But in the places where it doesn't expand, in the in, in the center where it doesn't expand. He brings siphon that I have a siphon of Marik. It seems that in the place it doesn't expand according to the Rain of Tam and according to, uh, according to the Tush, according to the, both according to um, Rav and Shmuel, it would not be a problem to table there. That's in Piskadinim, which you have. The next Tzemach Tzedek you have is Chidushim on the Mishnayis. Tzemach Tzedek wrote Chidushim on Mishnayis. And in Perek Hei Mishnah Gimel, which you also learned today, about a Mayan which uh, which has which uh, which uh, has different channels coming out of it, and it's a Machzelik has a very long discussion about this Mayan about this Mayan brings all the shit that comes to Schiller and a Mayan a Mayan which is which is standing a Mayan which which flows the different uh, different opinions then in Ois Hey the Samach Tzedek brings that the Rajbo, the way the Raivet understood the Rajbo, what does it mean, Mokim Shayu Halach Bitchilosay, that you could only toivel in the place where it originally, where the river originally went to, because that's what we're discussing the whole time. It's only, it means whether it expanded in length, whether it expanded in width. So if you have a river which was 50 amas wide and 100 amas long, and right now because of the rain it became 100 amas wide and 200 amas long, then the length or expanding the length or expanding the width are both a problem. But in the next, in Oizvav, he says, no, according to the Raivid, from the Raivid, it's mashma admokim The place until where it could have gone in the beginning and that only refers to the distance, doesn't refer to the width. So if you have a mikveh, if you have a river, not a mikveh, if you have a river, which is a hundred, which is fifty amas long or hundred amas long, and it grows in width and it grows in length, distance. So the only problem, the only place you know that a toivo is past the point where the water stopped flowing, not on the not on the width. On the width, 
it's not included in this in this iser. The width is still considered part of the original place of the of the river. Why would that be where it goes? Why would you say the Huh? Why do you you mean if the, the right now the river is in this location, it ends at this specific milepost. Yeah. Now, if the river, this is the place where the river, where the Mayan ends. Now, if you're going to come and add rainwater, what does the rain? So you say in this area, rainwater would have expanded a little bit. Maybe the river goes, maybe the, the Mayan goes higher a little bit sometimes. Um, not because of rainwater, it could rise on the two sides, maybe. We don't know. But distance, it doesn't go. We know it never went past the distance. So when more rainwater comes there, we know that this continue, continuing flow is only because of the rainwater, not because of the original mine. It's true, but the way here, that's what that's what stood is different opinions. He says, according to the Raivid, according to the according to the Raivid, and himself, he holds that the, that the distance is the only thing that matters, not the width. Therefore, toiveling in the width is not is not a issue. It's only on the length. In the kitzur to that oisvav, that means at the end of every at the end of every um, section in the in the chuvas is a kitzur, and the end of and the chedushim of is, is also sometimes kitzurim. <laughs> So here in the Kitsur, it seems like this was actually a tshuva to somebody. Please, this part, because it becomes practical over here in this in this Eisvav. He writes the halacha like this. That if we're talking about a place where you cannot make a mikveh, then you should rely on the shit of Rabbi Nutam that you could toivel in rivers, but attach it to the shit of the Ravid and only toivel in the areas which it comes to from the beginning, but practically you can't travel in the middle of the river because it's much deeper. So you can travel on this even where it expands on the width, but not where it goes in the distance further down. But that, that, that's he says it's in a place where you can't make a mikvah in any way, shape, or form, whether it's a city full of goyim or people are only there temporarily. And that is you have the rivet, the rivet which says that the, the, the only issue is on the length, not on the width. And Rabbi Nutam, which is matter to be table in rivers the whole time. And he says, but now if you see that the river expands even during not rainy season, it expands to the, to the width also, then it's definitely not a problem to table on the sides because then you could say that that works even according to the Rajba. Not only the Rajba and the Rabbi Nutam, but even according to the Rajba. And it's better to table in the area which is the point even if right now is rainy season, if you know that at some point this river does expand without rain to the width, you could travel in that in that point, and that's better than just relying on just derived just derived in a minute time. Huh? Huh? Yeah. It says according. He says there's two options over here. If if it's huh? Second option is it says if the river right now has naturally will expand to the width even during the time when there's no rain, maybe not as much as during the rain, but it'll expand two feet in each direction, three feet in each direction. So then even during 
the time of rainy season, if you could toivel in that area where it expands to the width, even though you know it usually doesn't expand to that width. During Tishrei, it shrinks much more. But at some points in the history, it did expand without rain to, not history, you're talking about 100 years, but recently, it did expand in both directions on the width, so you could toivel over there, and then even according to the Rajva, it would be fine. Not only the Rajva, then the Right, that's what the Tzimach Tzedek writes in this in Chidushim HaMishnayis. It seems like that was a psaq for a specific location. That, uh, and it seems like basically the way he understands that what the, what the Ramah says, Tvila in Maya, Tvila in Nahar, Shittavabinotam means anywhere in the river, even in the middle. And if you're able to, and, and if you do it only in the place where it expands on the width, then you also have the river. And you could even add the, the Rajba if you toivel on the sides in an area where at some point in time it also expanded to the width. Now, the Maise, what do you do? You have a letter from the Rebbe Rashab, which is printed in the end of the booklet. Now, I, when I prepared the share and I prepared these booklets, I didn't, I, uh, I missed this letter. That's why I ended up in the back and not in the right location in the middle of the booklet. But that's why I ended up in the back, both the letter of the Rebbe Rashab and the Tzemach Tzedek that he quotes. They're both in the end of the book, the last four, the last four pages. There was a question from the Rav of Liozna. His name was Harav Klatskin. What happened over there was they took apart the existing mikveh, they didn't build a new mikveh yet, and the other Rav in town allowed women to travel in the rivers during rainy season. And this Rav wrote to the Tzemach Tzedek a long, huh? uh, he wrote to the Rebbe Rashab a letter where he complains about it. And he says, in my city, there's this, this, uh, this Ben Seyre Rumayre, which is matter over here, Tvila in rivers. And, uh, his letter? His letter was printed in the latest Hechel Abal Shem Tev, Mem. Just came out like a half a year ago. I don't have it. I didn't make copies of it, but it's there with a background of. Ah, I'm quoting his letter before, so you know what the Rebbe Rashab is responding because the Rebbe Rashab quotes something. I'm just telling you what, what this Rebbe wrote to the Rebbe Rashab, and he says he was almost matim nidus midiraisa, and at least I, I said I screamed at him with a loud voice. At least I made him a mechay, and I'm fine. And he asked the Rebbe Rashab to respond. The Rebbe Rashab goes into a it goes into a into a long discussion on the issue of the rivers. Well, that's what you have in your book. I think they're both chassidim. As far as I understand, they were both chassidim. I don't know if both were Lubavitchers or they were both chassidim. He starts like this. He says, the Marik is the one that says you're only allowed to toivel in the rivers in the area where the water was originally. But the Marik himself, who he says you can only toivel in the area where the river was originally, he himself says that in places where there's the where the Minig was, not the what the Minig was a toivel in the rivers, you could toivel, you could rely on a Minotam. And uh, and, uh, and 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 the fact that the Rabinut, and the fact that that uh, that uh, this Rav understood that according to the Rabinutam, you're not allowed to toivel even in the place where it expands, the Rabbi Shaf says, Sarachion Godl. Um, 
And then he explains like the Tzemach Tzedek. He brings what the Tzemach Tzedek, what I brought you from the Tzemach Tzedek before, that, uh, that uh, in the Mishnayis, where he, where he passes over there, that uh, in the place where it expands, even according to the Ravid, not only according to the Rabinutam, you're allowed to, you're allowed to tevil, and according to the Rabinutam, you're definitely allowed to tevil in the, in, in, in the actual river, anywhere it is. And he says, obviously, the width is easier to, the Rebbe Hashab also explains, the width is easier to, to be matter than, than the distance. And he says the same thing is also mashma from the words of the Tzemach Tzedek on the, in the Chidushim on the Piske, on Kisur Piske Arosh. That's the page that you have right before the Rebbe Hashab's letter. It's a short, it's a short paragraph, the second paragraph on the Kvos, um, where he uh, where he, the Tzemach Tzedek asked a question on the Shach. He says, how could it be that the Shach writes that even according to the Benutam, you can't tell when the river expands, in the, in, in the expansion of the river. It makes, it makes no sense. And the Tzemach Tzedek still writes over there that say you should be machmer, um, you should be machmer to to Toivel only in the place where the river was originally, even when you know you like the because then, as Mahsadak says, then if you toivel in the center of the river where the river was originally, then not only do you have the shit of Rabinutam, which is Matri, you also have the shit of the Raivid. The way the Ran understood him, which says that according to Rav, it's also kosher. And not only according to Shmuel, also according to Rav. Therefore, you if you toivel in the middle, not only are you going according to Rabinutam, you're also going according to Rav, the way the Raivid understood him. And that's what Tzedek says, that we are heter meruvach. That's the words that he uses in that, in that area. So the Rebbe Hashab, Hashab says, he says, if, since you're talking about a city where there's no mikveh, and you're busy fixing the mikveh now, so there's, there's a city with no mikveh, so you could follow the shit of But you should definitely, you should toivel only in the area where the river was originally, where the river was originally, um, but don't make it a habit. It should be matter to everyone to travel in the rivers the whole time. And yeah. How, how practical is that? So you go with a boat. Some rivers were deep. Some rivers weren't. You jump off the boat. Jump back in. If you're worried about it, it depends on what uh, what area. Now, if it's a strong river. Then even uh, even the center, the, the areas of it is wider. You're not talking about a. You measure what's the distance to, to where it reaches. It's not. The, okay, you don't have a river which during the summer it's two inches. It's two inches high, and during the winter it's it's twenty feet high. It's twenty feet tall. It doesn't go such a big gap. It's it's relative to what it is before. So you measure during the summer. You know what the line is during the summer, until where it reaches. Not summer, the end of the summer. And then it comes the winter, you know, until where you could go. And he says that the Rebbe Hashem also says, being that the majority of the poets can follow Rabbi Nutam, so you definitely can't say this Issa de Raisa. Like this, we want to say that Kimat was Matanidus de Raisa. Don't even say such words. And he concludes by giving a table to the Rav. And this is important because this is, you know, we're learning practical Alochamaisa, so you should know. Uh, Someone asks you a question, you should know uh, what to do. So he, and he says, first of all, you should have had a mikveh built before you destroy the first one. That's for starters. Don't destroy a mikveh before you have a new mikveh. 
Where do you and how would you do it? At least build a temporary mikvah. Build a temporary mikvah means you would build a a a tzniyus, uh, box in an area where the river was originally. And you know where that is. You connect it to the ground over there. You know where it is, and you have a mikvah set, and then nobody has to go into the river in in, in, the, in the middle of the winter, and uh, it's not sneers and everything else. And you prevent a lot of problems. And he says, being that originally you didn't pay attention to this, and you made mechahs and it didn't work. Yes, and now you have bigger chashashas. And he says, hey, the Rebbe Hashab is interesting, he says, <laughs> He says, the reality is you can't be machmer on women, especially not in today's generation, to send them to travel to another city because of this. So this is the situation you have right now. This is what you have to deal with. So that's pretty much, we're going to get later, there's another point in the Tzimach that's relevant to understanding, but it's connected to the next part of the shir. so I'm going to get to it soon. All this that I just told you, doesn't apply to most of today's rivers. Not because of rain, but for a totally different reason. So you put a, you put a box, yeah. does it make it place and there are more gardens you can fill it there? If the box makes it a Yeah. Depends how the box is made. Depends if there's a hole in the bottom. So depends you if you wait to it. If the box is not perfect, if it's not closed properly, you make a... You don't, you don't make, if you make a box into the river, it's totally closed and it becomes a shbayda. It's not a problem. If you make a, a, a like a, like a mech, what's next? If you make a, you make mechitzes around us, so people could go into the, into the water and nobody sees them. Doesn't mean that there's a box going all the way down onto the floor of the river. There's a box in the area, so you could go and nobody sees you. So I want to say today's day and age, all this doesn't apply because today, most, not most, but a lot of big rivers have dams. Dam is a wall in the middle of the river, which and they have turbines in them, which generate electricity. The turbines are kalim, and the water going through the turbine, depending on how the kali is made, could become a shaila of shaul. Um, Especially, ah? Can you say that again, sir? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll explain to you. There is, when you want to generate electricity, you want to make electricity, electricity happens from turbines which spin. When they spin, they make electricity. So now, instead of putting gas or, or a fan, instead of putting electricity to, 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 to cause the fan to make more electricity, because you lose, you never get as much as you, as, as you put into it. It's a loss of energy law. So then you take something which doesn't cost you anything. There's a river which is flowing very strong. You put this big, this big fans in the middle of the river. Not fans. It's not like a fan that you have in your house, but it's something similar to it. In a whole, in a whole concrete cement wall, and then you decide based on how much electricity you need, how much water is going to flow through it, and then you can also control the flow of the river. And if you have to repair something, you could shut off completely the river. And if you drive, if anybody is uh, was here, wasn't around Toronto, went to Niagara Falls about ten minutes before Niagara Falls when you come not from Toronto, from the other side. From Buffalo, you could see the power plants over there. You could see the wall in the middle of the river. You could get a tour of it. I don't know if you could see the actual machinery inside, but you could get a tour of the area, and you could see how it is. There's even one in uh, New Jersey, not so far from here. Um, also, not uh, an older one. 
So the way the river, these things work in the river is they can block all the water of the river. What they do is they control the flow of the water with big, big, it looks like a faucet, but it's much bigger than that. And they can technically close off all the water of the river. They don't because they want the fish to be able to swim safely. So there's openings for the fish to go on the bottom. But other than that, they don't, they, the walls are there. They block the water. And the way the water is controlled is with something which is mamish akali. So, so it's definitely a suffolk. Maybe it's shuvim. Maybe the keli is independent. It was made. It was made to hold water. It actually stops the water. So therefore, today's rivers, unless you know that there's no turbines, electricity, these fans for the people who don't know what a turbine is, that that generate electricity, then it's a problem to tell Or before you just search along the river and you know if there's anything over there or not. Every river connects ultimately to something. You go along the length of, you search. Today you can search everything on Google. You put, you put it in Hudson River and you dams and you'll find out all the dams are along the, along the river. If the dam has a turbine, then before that shouldn't be a problem. After that's the problem because then the water becomes shoal. Then what? All the rainwater that goes into it gets mixed with it? You saying? It gets feeds fed from somewhere else? If it gets fed from a Mayan, maybe it becomes kosher because Mayan will show them. But if it gets fed with rainwater on top of Mayan show them, it doesn't help you anything because you have Gimelugim first. All this could be done when we do the right research. If you, have, if you have to make a mikvah next to the river today, because for whatever reason, you have to tie a cable next to the river, you could, you could do the research that you need at that, at that point. Yeah. Yeah, but over here you don't have a mine anymore because the mine is stopped. So even the mine itself became sure of it. When they put in the, the, the machine, there was already water on the other side. Yeah, that water went and disappeared. If they stopped it, when they had to do construction, they diverted the river. How they do it? They, they can't build in the water. So first you divert the river, and there's a big pool on the side, and you put fish over there so the water shouldn't go bad. Then you finish building the wall, then you direct the water back to it, depending on how much water you need. Huh? It's just a wall. A wall is not a cave. Huh? And sometimes you make a dam just to be able to direct the water, to direct the water to a different place, and it's not the... The Shaila, if it's still considered an otter or not, that's a discussion. If you made a canal around divert the water, different, it's a different question, but it's not a Shaila of Shulvim. Why would they make the water somewhere else? Huh? Why would they make the water somewhere else? There's too much, if the river is too strong and it floods the whole area, so they will build a, a, a dam to be able to direct some of the river, some of the river to different areas that shouldn't flood the, the end of it. Could, there is, interestingly, there's a letter from the Rebbe Rashab, which I f- forgot the print of here, two, in, in the same book, Shalom, Simon Nun. What I gave you, Simon Ches, Simon Nun is a very short letter from the Rebbe Rashab to the Rav of a city called Fulda in Germany. Where the Rebbe Rashab writes that in the summer, people are toivel in the rivers. And there's a lot of protidinim. And it's Gam, Le'inian, Schiller, which is not natural schiller. 
Rotsi Losum Lev, Shazemotsi become on the hardest, it's common in some of the rivers. That letter was written in Tafesh Samachzain. Interestingly, not too long afterwards, they built a dam for the purpose of generating electricity on that river of Fulda. Maybe it was maybe started to be built at that time, but the Rebbe Shav says, pay attention to it when it comes to traveling rivers. It could be that's what it refers to. But the Rebbe Shav doesn't say what it refers to. It just says, it's a and they did it in, in different rivers. That's pretty much first topic for today. Next topic, which is a hemshech to this topic, which is when you dig a be'er, you dig a mikveh next to a river or next to a maya. That is the tesefta, which I mentioned to you in the paper to learn. It says, As long as they come from the mayon, they stop, they start, they move. It's If they stopped flowing at all, then that water is metamtius as compared to mekshamim, and it's only kosher with arboim saw and only kosher be ashboidin. Somebody uh, is is then digs next to next to the sea, betzad hanor or next to the river. So whether it's all considered like rainwater and not like the original river. So how much distance does it mean? You dig. A mikveh, you have a mikveh, yeah, you're sitting on, you live in the beach town, you could dig a mikveh 10 minutes away from the beach, five minutes away, certain places, if anybody's from Florida, you dig, you dig a hole to plant a tree and you already see the water of the, of the, of the sea coming up towards you. So where, when do we say that it's a, it's a, uh, it's also? So the main truth over here is the Mishkan Yaakov, because Tzemach Tzedek quotes that Mishkan Yaakov many times in all the sources that I brought to you afterwards. That's the Mishkan Yaakov over there. There's a year today of Simimim Hay. He was asked two questions. And I started, and the second question is the one that's relevant to this. The Atanova Lechkir Hashenis. So first he says, he says, well, the Marik comes and says that any time you dig a hole in the ground and water starts flowing from it, it's a Maya. Mishkan Yaakov says it doesn't make sense. Only where does it apply? Only when you dig a hole and you see water pushing up. Then you, and it's coming from its source, it's coming from itself. Then you know that it's a Mayan. But if you just dig a hole next to a river, it's Pasha that's not considered a Mayan. It's only a Nahar. And they're not even connected to a Mayan. So it's. Huh? Nahar has rainwater in it. Huh? We're talking about what has rainwater. Otherwise, it's Mamash When we talk about Nahar, we're talking about a river, we're talking about a river that has an issue of rainwater. Otherwise, it's not a problem. Otherwise, it's Mamash Even though it flows, it's a Mayan, just a bigger Mayan, a wider Mayan. And the water which flows from this river that goes into this hole, even though you don't see a flow coming in, that... All they have is it's, it's most probably rainwater which filtered through the earth and came from the river to the earth and came to you from the river. It's not it's not Mayan. 
Therefore, that water is like metamtius, like regular rainwater, and you have to uh, you need forty saw, and it can't leak out, and all the things. And he says, Nobody really knows. Nobody could be a baki and tell you which one is considered a Mayan, which one comes from a Mayan, which one comes from a river, especially in countries which are sitting on the riverbanks and there are no known springs around there, that for sure the majority come from the hottest, and therefore they're not, they're, they're, and they're not considered a Mayan, and they're not even considered connected to the original source. So when you have a, a mikveh, which is less than 40 saw, and you have a connection, you have a shaka, which is a whole shifres, I know it's about an inch and a half in diameter, then you have that shifres, I know then it's considered two mikvahs. One's kosher, even if it's a possible mikveh, which is, has a shaka, which is connected to a kosher mikveh, it's kosher. But over here he says it's separated from the river. It's not connected to the river anymore. So it doesn't have the din of a mayan. It has the din of regular rainwater that's not enough to do anything. So unless you have 40 saw and it's not leaking, you can't tell. It doesn't tell you how much distance. The Tzemach Tzedek discusses this Mishkin Yaakov in various places to discuss what to do about digging a hole next to a river. First place we're going to go is the Chidushim HaMishnayis, Perek Aleph, Mishnevav, which is also the next one in your book. Two paragraphs. First one, he starts with being Rabbi Yeruchim. He says, when you have, when you toivel in the river, yeah, Rabbi Yeruchim, which we already saw before, you toivel in the river, in the middle it's kosher, on the sides where it expands because of the rain, it's not. Because over there, for sure, there was more rainwater than Mayan on the sides. But in the middle, it's not for sure that there's more rainwater than Mayan. And probably there's more Mayan than rainwater, because it's deeper. Probably because it's deeper. So he says, Tzemachsedek brings Ebin Yeruchim. And Ebin Yeruchim explains, it seems like according to that, the Sefta, which says, which we learned before, that you can't dig a hole next to a river. You can't dig a mikvah next to a river. It's probably because if you're going to dig a hole next to the river, where's the water going to come from? It's going to come from the sides first. It's not going to it's not going to skip the sides and come from the middle. So obviously, the sides that we know are mostly rainwater. Those are going to be the ones that are going to be feeding the hole that you just built next to it. Because just technically speaking, you can't be able to bring water from the center of the river without going through the sides. And the sides we know have mostly rainwater. And being that there's no connect, being that, the, being that they're going through, there's, 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 a, there's a earth between them. That earth is no more a connection connecting the rivers. So it's not anymore a Nahar. It's not even a Nahar. It's definitely not a Mayan. Then there's a question. So now, based on what we just said now, that when you dig, you separate, you dig a hole next to a Nahar, next to a river, and that hole, there's earth between the two. It's no more considered connected. So now the same Tosefta gives us a big problem. The Tosefta says, if you dig a hole next to a Mayan, then it is fine. 
But the same earth which is separating the Mayan from the Mikveh is separating the Nar from the Mikveh. So why by a Nar you say that the separation makes it a problem? By a Mayan it doesn't make it a problem. So he explains like this. A Mayan by nature flows through earth and then comes out. That's the Teva of the Mayan. Spring water goes first through earth, then it pops out. River goes on top of the earth. So the Mayan, the fact that it goes through the earth, it's its natural way. So nothing changed. The only thing that happened was the Mayan started in the earth, stopped in a little uh, pool in the middle, became visible, went back into the earth, and came into the next pool. So it's all considered one big Mayan. But a river, it's not like that. Therefore, it's considered, it's considered, um, uh, uh, therefore, it's considered like Mayan. And by now, it's not. Huh? Yeah. A Mayan, the natural form of water that goes into a Mayan, a Mayan, a spring, the water comes from the earth, comes from under the earth, goes through the earth and comes out. So if you dig a hole next to a Mayan, what happens now? The same water, now you have water went through earth, came out, went back into the earth and came out again. So nothing changed in the, in the nature of the Mayan. And the river, a river only flows above earth, not in the earth. So now that you're making it go through Earth to the next uh, to the next location, it's no more a Nar. Huh? No, it's not a Maya. That's how we're going to get to what it, what exactly it is, what exactly the the kind of the the, the gather of it is. Um, and then that says interestingly. So now, if somebody digs this whole Tesefta, that somebody digging next to a Nar, obviously only applies during rainy season. If you dig a hole next to a Nar during summer season. During not summer, the end of the summer, when it's, when it's a Mayan, we hold that it, it's a Mayan, we know it's a Mayan because no more rainwater and snow. So it's like digging next to a Mayan, not next to a river. It's the same din as a Mayan. Just because it's called a Nahar doesn't make it ice Mayan in the times when it's supposed to be a Mayan. So now the Tzemach asks the question the other way. He says, now, why by Mayonis we say that when you dig next to that, that the Mayan itself, the water you dig next to a Mayan, it's it's a Mayan is, is, is kosher, and if you dig further, it's kosher. You dig next to the sea, it's not. Where does all the water of the Mayonis come from? Ultimately, at least part of them come from the sea, filtering through the earth. They purify themselves through the earth. They end up in the, under the earth, and then they come up as a Mayan. So what what difference is there now? If you say that the whole Chiddush of a Mayan, the whole point of a Mayan is it became went through the earth, changed its nature, and became a Mayan. So when I dig a hole next to next to a sea, the same water, I just created a Mayan because the water went through the earth and came out in another location. So it should be the same. So why by a, why Chayvetzadayam is a problem, but Chayvetzad Mayan. Is not a problem. So he says like he says he says it's explains like this and uses a concept he, he mentions if he mentions but it's it's similar to Sometimes the result is better than the original. And he says the water which come from the sea and go into the Mayanas, Taka not Mayam Chaim. When they start their their way from the river, the sea is not Mayim Chaim. Start from the sea, it's not Mayim Chaim. But when they go through the tunnels of the earth, through the earth, 
they they purify and they become a new Metzius, to become a Mayim, a Mayim Chaim. And uh, and uh, therefore he says that that's that's uh, that's why a Mayim is different. So, but when you make it yourself, you don't know. Uh, you, you make it. It didn't have the same purification process that the regular Mayim had. Therefore, it did not become Mayim Chaim. It still retains the original status, and therefore, it is not considered. It's considered like Meik Shamim, and you can't title over there unless it has all the conditions of a Mikvah Meik Shamim. Did it have it's not about converting it to to to, to, to thing. It goes to the earth. Maybe it's some shacha or some more. Isn't it the Rambam is the Rambam and the Rambam? Both explain the mind time the sweet water, right? Yeah. Is this the way that it becomes sweet? Is because from from the salty water ocean? Yeah. It goes through the earth and it loses the loses all the minerals. Gets out. It's pure. Yeah. Pure. So it is technically. It's technically, technically, yeah. But this is again. But now you're making the no, water. Day other, I'm saying, you're making so, the other. It doesn't help you. So does it support any? You could say that's what they meant. It became pure. And it doesn't, when you go through the close to the sea, it doesn't become pure so fast. It takes much longer, yeah? Tzmach uh-huh. Tzedek doesn't bring it as his own Chiddush. Tzmach Tzedek explains it's based on the on, on, on the, Rabbi, the way he understands the Ben Yeruchim and the Tisefta, but it's Tzmach Tzedek's, uh, pretty much a Tzmach Tzedek's explanation, because he, he mentioned it in a few different places, and every place, it seems like it's his own Chiddush. No, none of the Mayan. Because the Mayan also, I said the Mayan has in it also water that came from the sea. Huh? But where did the water come into the aquifer? I don't know where it came from. Could have come from the ocean. Could have come from water that was there a long time ago. Sheshis may There's water under the earth. When, huh? The water table, yeah. So he says, now he says, when you dig next to a Nohar, which is a Mayan, so it should also become a, uh, when you, now he says, so now the same logic, again, he says, if you go through the earth, the Chayra should become, it should by itself become a Mayan. So he says, now the Marit explains as follows. When is it, when is it a problem? When you dig through, when you dig a hole next to the next to Anahar, when you look at it and you see that the water is not coming from the bottom, rather it's it's filtering through the walls. So you dig a hole next to a river, to a certain distance from the river, and you see that there's water filtering through the earth and filling up the hole. You don't see a stream coming. Gidei Hamayan, you don't see a stream of water shooting from the bottom or shooting from the side. You see it slowly filling up from the sides, slowly or a little bit faster. It's just filtering through the earth and the sides. So you know this didn't come from a mine which comes from the from the earth. It obviously came from water which is soaked in the earth that came from the river, which is not so far from it. So that's why it's a problem. But if if it if you see a strong stream, then then it considered a mine, a strong stream coming coming up, and it's a mine even if it's close to the river. That's a marit shit.
Yeah, that's he brings him out. It, then he, and then the, then Tzmasek explains like this. He says, "What's considered a so, so now back to the main question? What's considered the distance? So we know the Mishnah Siyakov says distance is, is doesn't mention any distance. Ritz Tzmasek explains over here. He says if it's a very little area between the river and the and the and the mikveh that you just dug, and it's clear that it came from the river, then the earth does not convert it to become a Mayan. And we're always, it's water that came from a river and stopped. It's rainwater that was on top of the river, flowed through the earth a little bit, ended up in the hole next to it. It's just rainwater in the hole. So you have to have 40 sun, whatever else you need for a, for a mikvah of make shaman. But if the rainwater goes through, if the, if the river, if your shetach rav mekarkav ofar, the water is going through a very long area of earth. And then this water becomes purified, similar to a Mayan, then it becomes a Mayan, and that's kosher. Even if you know that technically it could have come from, even if you know that there's a high possibility it could have come from a river. But right now you're far away from the river. There's enough distance in the earth to convert it into a Mayan, therefore it becomes a Mayan. That's the Tzimach Tzedek But he says, but ultimately we're stuck because we have the Mishkan Yaakov. And the Mishkan Yaakov says that you can't. Mishnah Yaakov doesn't say a distance. And then Tzimach Tzedek says, even according to the Mishnah Yaakov, really you could still make the same chiluk. That if it's next to the river, it's a problem. But if it's far from the river, it's the Mayan. Yeah, but just make sure that it comes with the flow like the Ma'arit says and not just coming through the walls. But he says, Tzimach Tzedek then concludes, he says, when it comes to Isu De'raisa, then you have to be machmer. Like, what's the issue there? I said, like, for example, if, if you have a chashash of the majority of the water is shuvim, you have a hole, and you have a chashash of the majority of the water is shuvim in that hole. Started with shuvim, there's more shuvim. Then it's a suffix that I said. The suffix that I said, you can't be makal against the Mishnah Yaakov to say that this hole in the earth becomes a mine. Huh? But if it's a then you could rely on it. You could dig a mine. Today you dig, you dig, you dig, you find. Today they don't dig a mine uh, 10 feet into the ground. You dig until you hit uh, the water table. Not all the way to the water table. Until, until, until. What, what kind of digging you talking about? Digging you guys took a shovels and dug and then water came up. They didn't have the technology to dig 50 feet in the ground. What we have today, 50, 100 feet, so they could dig wells 200 feet into the ground. Or more. Some places you only have to do 20 feet. Some places you could dig 200, 250 feet until you hit the, the water table. But today it's not the, the today it's, it, it's it's how to dig a mine will get to separately because the machinery you use to make all the water possible is shoving. But that's that's a separate discussion, not for now. I'm saying it, but speaking, if you know what you're doing, you can have a mine, which is 100 percent of the mine, even if you dig next to a river, because you're going to hit the place that is you're going to go all the way until you know you hit the place that is. That is uh, that is rainwater. So we hear that the in Chidushim basically says because you have the Mishnah Siyakavs in the Deirai say you should be Machmer in the Rabbanon you could be Maker. What's the Rabbanon? For example, if if you have a Shaila of Schiller, Schiller that the water is, is is leaving the mikveh and it's not clear exactly how much is leaving. It's a Shaila of the Rabbanon. It's not a Shaila of the Deirai. It's not a Shaila of the Rabbanon. So if you have this uh, Be'er, you dug a mikveh. 
far from the river, and and uh, but you still have choshesh from Mishnas Yaakov. Since it's the Rabbanon, you don't have to be choshesh, and you could rely on the, you could rely on the fact that since it's distance, it becomes a mind. But Svara Tzemach Tzedek is not like Mishnas Yaakov. Ultimately, Tzemach Tzedek Svara, the way he explains it, doesn't hold the Mishnas Yaakov. But because Mishnas Yaakov passed, and he's not going to argue with Mishnas Yaakov. You follow Mishnas Yaakov. That's one of the places that brings the Mishnah Yaakov. Mishnah Yaakov is brought also in Simon Kuf Samach Zayin, in the Chuvas, which is the next one in your, in your booklet, Kuf Samach Zayin. And he explains, he says, the same swara that he said, that we just mentioned before. He says, when the river, he says, he says, a piece of water, we have to say that being that these rain, even if it was rainwater in the river that filtered through the earth, then they are like the Mayan. They filter through the earth, they become like the Mayan. And they come into the source of the Mayan and they come out like a Mayan. It's considered like a Mayan. As long as they come out looking like a Mayan, that means with a, with a, with a strength, with pressure coming out from the bottom. And he says, it's as if there is no Mekshamim in it. Even though it came from Mekshamim, maybe, it's as if there's no Mekshamim. And Nishtanu Leiluya. They changed, became better than the original. And they became uh, spring water, Meimayim. Became Mayim Chaim Mamash. That's the Svara. He says, what? You have the Marit. He says the Marit, to bring the same Marit, that you have, if you make a hole, if you see the water coming in through the walls, and it's very close to the river, then it's considered like a river. He says, according to the, he says, he brings the Marit, which from the Marit, it's Mashma, if it's, the only time it's a problem is if we close to the river, a very short distance between the river and the hole, and the water doesn't come in from the bottom, or doesn't come in strong, but it comes in through the walls. Because in such a small area, you can't say that the water changed its nature and went from uh, Meik Shomim to Maim Shovim. I mean, from Meik Shomim to Meimayim. So what happened over here? What changed from the what status? A person went, dug a hole, and caused the water to come through the earth. That means right now, if not, you, you dug a hole next to the, the nature of earth as it finds the place where it's the easiest place to fill up. So if you have earth next to, you may make a hole very close to the river. What you're doing is you're just helping the river find a place to, to put the water into. Not doing anything more than that. It's not that it filtered through the earth and changed its reality and became a numitzius. If you dig further away from the earth and it's coming out with a strength, then you know it's a whole numitzius. But if you just dug a hole right next to the river, all you did was you dug a hole. The, the water right now came seeped through the earth, or maybe it was already in the earth because it's so close to the river. It may be soaked into the earth already. It's, only, it's anyways river water, but because of only because of your action that right now this is through the earth. Otherwise wouldn't be there. So it's not that it naturally went through the earth and became a numitzius. He says, he says, according to, even according to, according to Marit, if it's far from the river, and the Tzachetzelik brings an example, what's considered far from the river? A hundred Amas. A hundred Amas is considered far from the river. Close is is is, uh, is probably less than hundred Thomas and this children next children it's the uh, I mean, smaller it's a hundred a hundred a uh, hundred Thomas 
And so you dig a hole 100 amas away from the river. And you see over there water that's flowing like a Maya. It's coming from with a strength from Gideon. Not, not that it's all filled, not that it's just seeping in through the earth on the side. That means not that the whole wall, Tzachzak says, if the whole wall of the mikveh is water seeping in, you know it's coming in, soaked in from the river and it's coming in. But if it's not like that, you have a, one stream coming in from one side or another stream or from the bottom, then you know it's a Mayan. That's how the Mayan works. It doesn't filter through, it doesn't, it doesn't just uh, soak in through the earth, filter through the earth. It shoots up or it shoots from the side. It depends on how deep you dig. So then it's considered a Mayan, not a But again, the Tzimachzeh brings again, continues with the Bach, that uh, the issue of digging next to a river seems like from the Bach, which we learned in the Vesir, the, it's the Bach on in the tour. He brings over there a story of a city which they dug a canal around the city to bring the river into. And the issue over there seemed that it was because the water didn't reach the original place where, where it could have reached, Mahalach B'tchilosik. So therefore, according to the Bach, the issue of digging a hole next to a river could be that it's not nothing to do with 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 uh, with filtering and not filtering mine on mine. Right now, you dug a hole, you made a new place. The water wasn't there; wouldn't have come there originally. So therefore, that water has to have the din of a of a, of a make shaman, not a din of a mine. Why would you then you were you revealed it? I mean, the river wouldn't have reached that location if not for you digging a hole. But then it's not part of the river either. So like, huh? it's the part is that it's the river. Just the river and became just, became a new place in the river. That's why it's uh, because it became a new. Because right now, when you dug a hole next to it, the river water created a new a new location now, and therefore it's not anymore considered connected to the river, connected to the mines, because it's its own independent entity. Or Shuvi making it gush. So he says that says from the Bach, it seems that it would seem that based being that he says over there that it's uh, the, the Bach says over there you dug a canal around the city, you didn't do anything new. Maybe there was no rainwater, just the same river became flowing now, and that's Bach still is Machmer. Yeah, if river, no, unless if, if it's humanly made, if the, if the humans made it, yeah. You're changing the flow of the river, yeah. But the like right away asks him and he says it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, make, it doesn't work. from the Rash that uh, that but uh, If you make a Mayan and you and you make it, uh, you make a Mayan longer. It's kosher. It's the same as a Mayan. So the Tzimachzak explains that the Sefta that we know they're talking about digging a hole next to a river, next to a Mayan, next to a Mayan, and the water right now went through the earth, is talking about, and the water went through the earth, then it's considered like a Mayan, because it's just the same nature of the, of the Mayan. You, dug, you have a Mayan over here, and you have a hole next to the Mayan. The water came through the earth, so it's a Mayan, continues its flow. But the Bach, that explains it, the Bach is not talking about digging a hole next to the Mayan. The Bach is talking about if you took a Mayan, which is nature is to flow through the earth and pop out wherever there's a place for it, and you converted it into a river that the water is now flowing over the earth, not through the earth. 
And therefore, right now, uh, the river, you took a Mayan. Uh, you changed. And with your hands, you created a new, a new nature for this river, for this Mayan. Mayan usually goes through the earth. Now it's going above the earth. Instead of going through the earth, so it's no longer a Mayan. However, he says, Bepoil, the the Rash and the, the Rash and, and, and the Rameir and the and the Ra and the Mayor are the only ones who are Mahmer in such a such a situation. The Rambam the Raiva the Rash but the Rosh and the Rana all Mako. So therefore the Khairi should be Mako. Khairi should be Mako. But Lamai said Sarih Ion if it's Zoichling Murin. Over here he says if it's Mamish Zoichl, you see a strong flow. And doesn't have all the simonim of a Maya. You're not that far from a river. And the Maya is to rely on it. If it's Mamish Zeichel and you see a flow going through your, through the hole that you've done. But if it's not Zeichel in Gemurin, then it's not a problem. On the, in the Tshuvas of the Tzemach when they printed it the first time, the Rav who brought this Chuvas, who printed the Chuvas, was a Rav here in, was a, the Rav in Moscow, was a big Rav in the time of Semach His name was Avchaim Vidarevich. He was a Rav in Moscow. Then he moved to New York and became the Rav of Lubavitchers in New York. He's buried in the first Lubavitcher cemetery in New York. It's on Liberty Avenue. First Chalk of Lubavitch. He edited, he brought the Semach to print. He brought the Chuvas of Semach Tzedek passed away. He brought it to print. He printed it. He uh, worked on it. And he wrote mafteches on each of the chuvas that he printed. And he was a big rav. And the mafteches, which is why I printed to you, the mafteches over there, and Simon Kufsa Machzayin, which is a simon we just did, that's right after the mafteches, Simon Kufsa Machzayin, he over there says, the way he understood Semach Tzedek is that the maskana is to be matir if it's in... The distance. If it's far from the river, the maskan samachzayik is to be matir. That's how we understood it. You dig a hole far from the river, it's 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 mutter. It's right after the tshuva kuf samachzayin. I I put that page of the mafteches. It says mafteches on the top, top of the page, and that's where you see. You look for kuf samachzayin. You see the summary of the tshuva the way that Rav understood it, and he says that the. The end. He says that uh, that's how we understood Tzemach Tzedek was 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 making. However, in the Tzemach Tzedek himself, in a different shuvah, but a totally different topic, in Simen Kuf Samach Hey, two, a totally different topic in Mikvah. Simen Kuf Samach Hey Oisiy Dalad, he de, he brings the Mishnah Siyakav Vederach Haga. And he says, there is, a, there is a discussion how far is considered close to the river. I'm not going to get into what's considered distance. So you have one chuva where you see that it has the it seems like it's a lot of distance, makes the water, makes the water fine. Shorter distance makes it, makes it, uh, makes it, uh, shorter distance is a problem. And this over here, he just mentions that it's, he doesn't want to get into Though let's not get into a discussion what's considered far and what's not. There is there is um, one more Tzemach Tzedek that I wanted to mention. That is the last one. Right after the Maftech is the next one. There is 
The Tzemach Tzedek wrote a beer on the Alter Rebbe's Takonos HaMikveh. The Alter Rebbe wrote a few paragraphs how to make a mikveh, making the box, and how to make the box, and to put a piece of wood in the bottom of the box, and the height of the box. Tzemach Tzedek wrote on that a beer. There's a Madura Kama and there's a Madura Basra to the beer. In the Chuvis, Simen Kufa involves a Madura Basra. It's long. The, it takes every word of the Al Rebbe, explains each one is 12 to 15 or even more Seifim long. That's a Madura Basra. The Madura Kama is a Simen Shin Lamed Vav. was printed in the Hisophis to the Tzemach Tzayek, in, in the newer prints it was printed. Simen Shin Lamed Vav. And over there, it looks like the Tzemach Tzedek took only a part of the Madura Kama and made it to Madura Basa. But certain things that were not in the Madura Kama never made it to Madura Basa. And this is one of the things that didn't make it to Madura Basa. So in Shin Lamed Vav, which is a Madura Kama of the beard of the Tzemach Tzedek and Al-Terebbe, towards the end, and it's Oisi Islamid Aleph and Lamed Beis, he, he says, why did the Al-Terebbe say that when you make a box into the river, you have you make a hole in the bottom of the box. First, you make the hole, then you make the box. You make a, the the bottom the bottom piece of wood with a hole. Then you make the the the, the then you connect it to the walls on the side. That was never a keli. After you put it into the ground, you put on top of the hole another piece pieces of wood. That way, that the water shouldn't run out of the uh, box. Why? Why did the Alter ever do that? So these different explanations. And over here, he explains like this. Because first of all, the Al-Tareb is talking about that there is no, that maybe it's not a Mayan. When we dig, it's a Mayan. And then, the, and then he brings the words of the Marit that we mentioned a few times already in the previous uh, uh, sources. That when you dig a hole in the ground and the water goes through through the comes comes seeping in through the walls of the hole that's considered it's not considered a mayan yeah and when you dig next they're talking about digging next to next to a uh, next to a uh, nar but only when you dig next to a mayan then it seems like it seems like you dig next to a mayan it flows the same way as a mayan so it's connected it's considered like a mayan so he says, then it's according to this, a lot of mikvahs that are built in today's in Russia in those days, they're a mikvah, not a Mayan. You dig a hole, it's a mikvah, not a Mayan. Even if they even if you see a lot of water seeping in through the earth, not just a little, from the walls of the of the of the of the you dig a hole and you see a lot of water pushing in through the walls, but not as a as a stream and not from the bottom. May be considered a, a uh, may be considered like an R. Then he says, so now, so how do you know what are you going to do? How do you know? Maybe every time we dig a hole in the ground, we should be choshish that it's a nahar and not a mayon. So how could we ever have mayonas? You're never going to have a mayon. Every time you're going to dig, you're going to say maybe depending on which if the water is coming strong and you and you're not you live in a city where you know there's a river. You're not living in the desert, then then and you know there's a river, then maybe it comes from the river. So he said, so I'm explain the same swara that he explained in other places. 
Dehainu besamuch loy mamash, very close to the river. Then we have a chashash that came from the river. But when you dig further from the river, then you don't have that chashash. So how do you know when you dig, you dig a hole, how do you know? So he says this too, one of the one simon of knowing is you dig a hole in the ground, not too far from the river, and then you see the river, the river height hits this, this uh, certain height, and you have in the hole, if within a short time it will hit the same height, then you know that the water evened out, it's all connected. If you have two two holes filled with water, one next to another, if there's a big hole, they'll even out fast. If there's a tiny hole, it'll take a little bit longer and they'll even out. So now you have, you dig a hole next to a river, you see the river's height is until this point, and the, and the hole of the water is the same point, then you know it's connected to the river. And if it's total, two totally different heights, then you know it's not connected to the river. And then he says, and so now, then, what did we say in the in the Beisiasef that we learned in the beginning? So we said in the Beisiasef that the Mad, the Nahar, the way he explains, that the actual Mayan grows higher. So maybe the Nahar grew higher, the Mayan grew higher, the Nahar grew from rainwater, the Mayan grew from itself. So why do you think that just because the Mayan went up during rainwater, during rainy season, and the river went up, and Zafia at the same height, maybe the Mayan grew from itself. So he says, no. But the basis was talking about is when you already determined that it's a Mayan. When you already determined it's a Mayan, then you could say the Tirotsim of the, then you could say the Swaras of the But you can't just come and dig a hole next to a river and say, oh, it's the same height as the river. The river came from the rainwater, and this is a Mayan, and it grew from itself. That doesn't work. And he gives you a sim, and he says, even if you say, it was, throughout the whole time we mentioned, if water seeps in from the wall of the Mayan, of the, of the hole that you dug in the ground, it's considered like the river. Right? Because you say it's, it seeps in, it's considered like a river. Ritzel says only if it seeps in from the wall facing the river. It means the river is on the east side, and you dug a hole next to it. If the water, you see the water seeping in from that side, which is facing the river, then you know it came from the river. If it's seeping in from the other side, what does that do with the river? If, it, if the river is to your right, and the water is seeping in from the left, then it didn't come from the river. The only time it came from the river, if it's the river on the right, and it's seeping in from the right. And uh, and uh, and the best the best simon for this uh, for a mayan he says over there he says is if you, you actually see a flow strong flow of water coming through gide a mayan you see the, that there's a strong flow or a flow of water coming in not just seeping into the earth then you know for sure it's a mayan and the best best simon is if the river's height is let's say till your waist. And you have a Mayan where you see the water coming in from a higher point. Then you know for sure it didn't come from the river. If you dig a hole and the water is pushing from, from, a, from a higher point through the wall, then you know it didn't come from the river. It can't be that it came from the river because if the river is down to here and the Mayan is here, then it didn't come from the river. Then he concludes, he brings, he brings the, the next in Oislamid base, he brings the Shut of Rabbi Tam. That uh, that maybe according to the time you a lot of toivel in the hardest, right? Even during the winter. So maybe you should be able to toivel also when you dig next to the nar. The Rabbi Natama says you a lot of toivel in the nar itself. Maybe dig next to the nar. It's also you say it's like a nar, right? When where where are you digging these mikvahs? You're digging in places where there's no mikvah. Nobody's going into the, into a pit in the ground. 
obviously talking about a place there's no mikvah. So you anyways relying is you gonna you, you could rely on a Tam. So when you dig a hole next to a river, why didn't anybody say Rabinatam is mat to the river? That's been mat to the hole next to a river. So he says, this is where he says over here. He says, even when you dig next to a river, he says, when Rabinu Tam was matter in Naharis, he didn't say that there's no rainwater in the Naharis, and there's no rainwater on the side of the Naharis. All he said was, the majority of the water is, 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 uh, is, is uh, Maimaya. But if you have, when you dig next to a Nahar, your water you're getting is from the sides of the river, from the new water, not from the old water. Like I think we, I mentioned this before, also in Samachs. You're digging, you're getting from the side of the river, not from the, and that's for sure rainwater. And then not from the middle of the river. Huh? What do you mean? Well, regular rainwater also fills up the hole. Yeah, but there's rainwater, it's culture. Not, 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 uh, not, it's not, it's not a Maya. You, if it comes, ah, you could think it's a Maya, but it could be actual rainwater, yeah. And the second explanation, and with this we'll conclude, as we're pretty much on schedule still, it's almost 2 o'clock, that even if it comes from uh, the middle, even if you were, we would be able to figure out a way that the water, and say that the water that came from the river, came from the middle of the river. Let's say you see that you dug a big hole, and the water is coming from lower, and you know that the river is shaped like this, and uh, you have, it's coming from a higher point, so it's coming from a lower points. You know, it came from the towards the center of the river, not from the edge of the river. Still, according to Rabbeinu Tam, you can't toivel. Rabbeinu Tam would not say that it has the same din as toiveling in a river. Why? Because right now, by separating itself from the river, it's a new category. Rabbeinu Tam was mad to the river when it's connected to a river. It's connected. Ultimately, it's connected to a mayo. And the mine itself generates. But right now, you created a new hole next to the river, it's a totally different category. It's not anymore, even according to the Tom, you would not be able to toivel in that river.